Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and today we'll be taking a look at three stocks with some serious momentum behind them, as well as two beaten down darlings that could be buys today. To do that, we're joined by Steve Johnson from Forager Funds Management, as well as Jason Kim from Tyndall Asset Management. Okay, we're gonna start with the stocks with some momentum behind them or that are re-rating as we speak. First up, we have Uranium Darling Boss Energy. Its share price has soared more than 110% in 2023. Goddamn, I wish I invested in that stock at the beginning of the year. Steve, I might start with you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a sell for me, Ali. Uh, anyone who's been reading my stuff on Livewire will know that I'm quite bullish about the uranium price itself. We do own some physical uranium uh, trust in our international fund, but I think the assumptions that you need for today's price to work out for Boss Energy are super optimistic. Back solving, I think you need $100 a pound uranium price and then you need everything to go right, and that's too much optimism for me. Okay, the brokers agree with you. Most rate the stock a sell or a hold. What do you think, Jason? Is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a sell for us. Um, like the uranium thematic, um, this transition to net zero is going to be very messy and renewables alone will not get us there. So uranium, uranium has a very big role to play, but you know, at these share prices, it's gone way ahead of itself, so it's a sell for us. Okay, next up we have good old Harvey Norman since hitting a low in June. Its share price has rebounded around 17%, which isn't too bad. Staying with you, Jason, is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a hold. It's a founder-led business. Um, Jerry Harvey and Katie Page are great retailers but the cycle is going against them. So we're gonna see a softening consumer cycle. We have already and it will continue. But having said that, they do have reasonable property value and we're getting to that floor price right now. So it's a hold. Okay, the company just kick-started a buyback program, which is great news for investors, despite a disappointing quarterly last month. Steve, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Sell for me too on this one. Ali, I don't want to be too pessimistic. Uh, and I think the sector, people are starting to price in a more pessimistic future. I think there are some better category killers out there like JB Hi-Fi and Nick Scarly. I think they're gonna keep taking market share from Harvey Norman over time. So if you're optimistic about this space and you think it's gone too far, I still think it has a ways to play out, but I think there are better ways of getting involved in that sector than Harvey Norman for mine. Okay, next up we have Qantas, which has obviously been making headlines for all the wrong reasons over the last few months. That said, its share price has rebounded around 12% in under a month. Steve, is it a buy, hold or sell? I'm just off a very long delayed flight, Ali. Uh, so it's probably the wrong day to ask me about Qantas from Tokyo to Sydney via Melbourne. Uh, it's actually a buy for me though, and that's gonna be a controversial view. We have recently added this back to our portfolio again. We had sold it at $6.50 or so and above and have been buying it again around $4.70. It has popped up since then. And again, price is really, really important for this stock. 
I do think people are underestimating the quality of its domestic franchise and its frequent flyers business. So I think those two parts of the business can make more than a billion dollars per annum pretty consistently and reliably, and you're going to get this volatile international business that's going to affect your earnings. But I think you do pretty well from today's price. Okay, Jason, over to you. Is the flying kangaroo still the spirit of Australia? Is it a buy, hold or sell? Uh, it's a sell for us. While I agree with Steve, they've got a great domestic franchise and the frequent flyer business is great. But when we look at how it's been operating over the last several years, it appears to us it's been run like a private equity business. They cut costs to the bone, arguably unsustainably so. Um, they haven't reinvested in their business. And with this very significant negative publicity, they're going to have to start reinvesting and they won't be able to optimise for profits like they used to. Now, they did get some um, sort of tailwinds from getting, getting out of COVID with elevated international airfares, but capacity is coming back on board. So international airfares will get more reasonably priced, more capacity will come on board. It's very financially leveraged, very operationally leveraged. So for us, it's a sell. Okay, we asked our guests to bring along one beaten down darling that is now a buy. What have you brought for us? Aluka Resources. It's currently trading at roughly $7.50. We believe it's worth at least $12. It's fallen a fair way, and that's due to the poor sentiment um, globally, in particular regards to the, um, the economy in China. But we believe things are starting to turn around. So its core business is the mineral sands. We believe that bit is worth at least $9. And its emerging rare earths business is worth at least $3. And going back to the, the move to net zero, the minerals intensity is very, very high. And as a result, we do expect a rare earths business to do very well. So we see significant upside. At $7.50, uh, it's a buy. Okay, over to you, Steve, your time in the hot seat. What's your beaten down buy and why? Toro payments for me, Ali. Uh, share price has been hammered and it's been a really volatile stock. It listed in 2019. That Mike Cannon Brooks involved as a shareholder. You had a very high profile management team and board there for a while. Westpac wanted to buy it, Potential wanted to buy it. All of that has gone away. The new management team is nice and conservative, very focused on cutting costs. I think they've got a a good business there. It's a competitive space, but they've been able to grow in it for a long time. It's going to generate lots of free cash flow this year and I expect it to grow into the next few years and the share price is down a long way. Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell as much as I did. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content just like this every single week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.